and good morning and happy Saturday and welcome to the All Things SR podcast. Morning, Leslie. How are you? Good morning, Pam. Happy April 17th to you. I'm uh, doing fine. I just can't believe we're two weeks from May. I know. I'm a little bit in shock. Not going to lie. I hear you. I hear you. We, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> been a, an interesting morning in my house so far. We have, oh. uh, yes, we see it's Matilda and Pumpkin one, one mouse zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, yes. my gosh. Uh, what a what a sight to wake up to! I know it's it was it was an interesting morning, and I don't I just uh, I I uh... anyway. <laughs> so what's new? Anything? Oh uh, well, you know, um, had some big uh, doings at the house uh, this week. Uh, my daughter was able to get her car, which is very exciting. Exciting. Um. And also uh, helps alleviate the car sharing situation that uh, helps. Um, as well as, you know, we've just been just busy getting, doing spring cleaning. And my job's been very, 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 very busy because um, we have an event, um, a five day educational event happening at the end of this month. So it's been lots of work, but lots of fun. So, mm-hmm. um, how about you? Aside from the mouse, I was out, you know, nothing, no, same old, same old. I'm alone this weekend, though. Yay. <laughs> Wonderful. Yes. And I'm, I, I'm seeing so many good uh, friends joining us. Dahlia's mm-hmm. joined. Monica, good afternoon. Um, joining us from beautiful Portugal, which I would love to visit at some point. Boa tarde to you, Monica. Lori visiting Lori joining us from Texas and Betty, um, who had some good observations and thank you for your kindness about uh, my daughter getting a car. That's been a, it's been a big relief. Um, Cheryl from Atlanta, I see Ashley and, um, Betty. Yes. Yes. There's, uh, I, I see, um, also, you know, Betty noted the, that it is an interesting morning because we are covering chapter 21. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Gabriel and Julia are heading to Edinburgh, and today is Prince Philip's funeral, funeral and he is the Duke of Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's, you know, I think it's quite interesting. And um, <laughs> I just saw Betty's comment that uh, you could actually have a virtual stripper party at your house since you are. Well, um, I think you are alone. I, I think there's going to be some dancing in the um, new moonlight. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and, and Shell, I could not remember where you were from. So Shell's in Las Vegas this morning. So good morning to you, Shell. Thanks for joining us early this morning. Um, it's a beautiful part of the country, actually. I really enjoyed um, Nevada. So, and Diana's on as well. So we have a good good group to talk about this week's chapter. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I have to tell you, in order to get in my mindset of Edinburgh, I did watch Men in Kilts, a road trip with 
Sam and Graham. Um, I didn't, I have not binge watched it. I'm trying to stretch it out. So I've only seen the the two episodes. Um, Oh, it's good. But so fun. If I don't know if people have had a chance to see that it's been out for a while. I'm, I'm of course delayed on everything I do because, um, some time constraints and, um, it's on, uh, stars Stars. network in the U S I am not sure how it's being distributed internationally if it is yet, but if you have a chance, it is worth the watch. I think it might be on sky TV in in the UK, but don't quote me on that. So, yeah, I'm not sure. It's, it's, it's quite fun though. Essentially these, the two, two of the actors from the outlander, um, series, which, um, as you know, um, has been made into a, a television series on uh, in the U.S. on the Stars Network. Two of the lead actors go and on a road trip discovering Scotland and what it what it means to be Scottish and and kind of examining the history, cultures, and traditions. And it is just it's so funny. Yeah, they um, are funny but together. But the cinematography, mm-hmm. it's gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, the country itself is gorgeous. And I thought it was a great way to kind yeah. of get in the mindset of uh, this chapter. Since, now, uh, now, have you seen... The Emersons were heading across the Scotland, pond, yeah. so to speak. Now, mm-hmm. have you seen the uh, part where Sam is running into the Atlantic Ocean covering his bacon and, <laughs> and beans? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. That was the last. That was the uh, last. That was the last frame that I saw. Um, that's the end of uh, the second. Uh, the second episode. So. Yes. Yes. So, and yeah. I think what delighted me just as much, of course, watching Sam Hewen naked running into the Atlantic Ocean is a sight to behold, anyway. But Graham McTavish's reaction—he was just—he <laughs> could not contain He's his priceless. laughter. He, he is He was. His reactions were so funny, and I just think they. Um, I, they honestly could do it. They could do a travel show together and would be very, very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, D- Betty said, I need to resume watching Outlander. Yes, so do and, I. And I. I have to watch the most recent season. I did not see it. Um, and Dolly said, Outlander is a brilliant series and books. I agree. I yeah, was they, captivated they by announced- that story. They announced that the uh, I think this is going to be the last book of the Outlander series. Um, Tell it to the bees, or I think it's called, or you can hear the bees, whatever. Uh, that mm-hmm. was I think that's going to be out uh, this summer. They announced the book cover and everything uh, this week. So, oh my gosh! Yeah. So and she decided that's going to be the final book in the series. I think I think so. Yeah, I think I think so. She's got a couple of other things she writes. She writes about. Uh, Lord John, and he's got a couple of books in his, and there's another one. I forget the name of it, but I, I, you know, I, I, I've, I've been reading this, reading the series now for a while because the books are tremendously long. Mm-hmm. But um, I have before the new season starts, I have to read that book because I didn't read that one yet. So, yeah, that sounds. Um, I mean, truly, it sounds. Oh, there is will like, be a book ten according to Ashley. And Miss Ellie oh, just good. joined us. Yeah, so great. Good morning, Ellie. So um, sending coffee your way early, I, early I on just, the west coast of the U.S. Uh, California, Ms. California, Ellie's joining us. I want to um, find out who, if that, you know, why Jamie is standing at the monument from the first book. So we'll find out. 
It's going to be good. Betty, um, uh, Ashley, yes, Ashley did confirm book 10. Jamie is the perfect man, Betty said. Um, Ashley said she uh, about a prequel for Jamie pa- Jamie's parents. I think that would be great. Mm-hmm. And Betty, of course, never disappointing. Um, she less than ten minutes into the podcast said, "I think Paul should wear a kilt, but just around the house. I might lose my mind if he walks out of the house underwearless." But that's the <laughs> traditional way of wearing a kilt. <laughs> Although when they were at the when they were at the site of the Highland Games yesterday, uh, the the uh, one of the officials who were giving them a tour of the of the grounds and they were uh, entering, they were learning how to do these sports, these traditional Scottish uh, mm-hmm. sports. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, "You got to gear up and get on your kilts." He said, "But I don't recommend going commando." <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> he literally said that uh, just because of, uh, in his mind, it was just because of the uh, the fact that you might be able to, you might be flashing us. <laughs> it wasn't anything to do with. Not I that Sam has not flashed everybody in the series at least once. <laughs> this is anyway. true. This anyway. is true. Yes, yes, coffee your way. And Ellie also is a fan of Outlander. Uh, and Ellie, uh, just for context, since we are talking Chapter 21 and we're talking about um, Emerson's trip over t- to Edinburgh, I said I watched the first two episodes of Men in Kilts, a uh, road trip with Graham and Sam, uh, with Sam and Graham last night just to get in the in the spirit. And um, the first episode they did... Uh, bit on uh, Edinburgh as well. So it was just beautiful. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, come on, let them hang. Ellie, you're so funny. Um, Betty said a private show is always welcomed, but it must be private. Yes. 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 Let's be discreet, shall we? Um, Cause our show is known for such discretion. Yeah. We are, <laughs> we are the most discreet of, uh, <clears throat> yes. <laughs> and and Ellie Ellie had noted she said the series is fun. I listened to their books too, which they read, and I actually have that on Audible. I want to read. And um, yes, Ashley, keep hydrating. Um, Ashley noted mm-hmm. that she's getting her first COVID vaccine today, so I hope all goes well with you. Yeah, um, and, Betty's and... saying eat spinach, drink lots of water, take Tylenol, and sleep. Ashley, good luck. Exactly. Um, yeah, and I would. Um, you know, I, I wish you the best on that. It went well for many, many, many of my friends. So, yeah, I mean, and my, I, thankfully, my, my sister and my brother-in-law uh, have not had, uh, did not have reactions to either of their shots. My, my brother-in-law's only had one, but he's getting his next one in a couple of weeks. But my sister didn't have any, anything for the first or the second shot. Um, you know, and my brother-in-law was fine on Monday after his. Uh, it changed. Great. It does things to different people. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Ashley is getting the Moderna vaccine. That's and, what I have. Um, Betty said she got knocked down for two days, but by the third day she was better. I've had friends who've had. Um, my one friend had after her second. She said she thirty day thirty hours. She was out for 30 hours and then she felt great. So, um, and Cheryl uh, got her first Pfizer. Mm-hmm. Good. So yeah. And ex- extremely that. tired. So everyone just be prepared, um, be prepared for all possibilities. 
Um, and it, as Dahlia noted, it seems like side effects differ from one to the other. Um, her uncle, who's 67, took both and was fine. Um, so my, I'm just wishing you all the best luck with, the, with that. I have my second, my second one coming up this week. I'm very excited about that because I will be fully, uh, fully protected. I will have my maximum protection level by Cinco de Mayo. So two uh, weeks after your last, your last, so we, can, we can have a tequila party. <laughs> That's right. Well, I had told my, I told my colleagues, um, since I will be, uh, at the maximum protection level by the 5th of May, um, that, that will then allow me to have a day of debauchery, which I was That's just right. kidding. Of course, I'm always going to be very careful and wear masks and be respectful of people, wash my hands, all that, the whole nine. But I just like to think of having a day of complete, um, utter debauchery. Now, one of um, the things, one of the things <laughs> I, I heard about side effects, by the way, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. women who are still, uh, menstrual, Mm-hmm. They 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 sometimes can get the effects, uh, the side effects, easier, <laughs> especially if it's that time of the month for them. Um, Interesting. You now, now here here not not to get too personal, but at sixty six, I I still am regular. Mm-hmm. Which just gets me so angry. <laughs> I think it's but, remarkable. Well, you know, hey. As Doesn't somebody told me, me I still have the estrogen. Anyway, um, <laughs> it, it does affect you because the little second one I had, I did get, I was, I did get my period. So it was, mm-hmm. it was not fun. Anyway. Well, and, and I'm seeing that. You got a little uh, cowbell going in the background, so we're good. <laughs> Need more cowbell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyone see uh, those, uh comments going back and forth on social media with of SR course. about the cowbell. Of course. That was pretty funny. <laughs> so. And um, Cheryl's actually working on two COVID trials, um, antibody trials, which is very cool. Very, very cool. That's exciting. That is cool. Um, I'm hopeful. Um, and Betty had said she had the Johnson Johnson shot before the pause um, on the vaccine in the U.S. So uh, I know a lot of people had the Johnson Johnson and had, you know, no result, no side effects. So hopefully that keeps, True. keeps it going. And, and yes, if, party if you, at my house. If you look at yes, Lori, I think there were 7 million Johnson and Johnson vaccines sent out and are given and like seven people. So, you mm-hmm. know, I think it's smart yeah. that they paused it to look into it a little bit more, but it, I know it's still a hundred percent from keeping you from dying from going in hospitals yeah. so that's yeah just look it's, at it it's that important way. and miss annette has joined us from walmart <laughs> good morning annette so happy you could join us this morning we have a good crew on to talk, yes, talk about chapter 21 we do um betty's wondering if gabriel was ever a fan of tequila i know tequila was julia's drink of choice mm-hmm. i think part of that was because gabriel drove her to tequila <laughs> a little bit mm-hmm. um no, I'm sure I would and, bet Gabriel may have been a fan of tequila at one point, sure. um, but it had to be the best, the highest quality. Um, uh, Ellie has said and, there's a whole cowbell <laughs> playlist for SR, and I believe that's out on YouTube, Ellie, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, oh, that cool. we might have to put the link in the chat box mm-hmm, for that one. Mm-hmm. That's great. 
And I think Spotify has one as well. You have to look for it. <laughs> and Annette is not coming to us live from Walmart. Oh, no. She is not oh, going. No. She's not there today. So, well, then maybe you can have a little coffee and uh, chicory coffee and some beignets there. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's the fantasy. Everybody thinks you have beignets every morning for breakfast. But ah, so, so she's, she's running downtown, downtown today. So we're we're glad you can join us. Um, we, speaking of Cowbell and SR, we do have some notes and some news from Just him. Pam, bit. do you want to share? Sure. We um, there's he said that there's more giveaways coming soon. Uh, stay tuned. Plus, there are several ones still. Uh, the Russian edition of the Gabriel's Redemption has been released. Uh, the filming of Gabriel's Rapture is slated to resume in the U.S. in May, and more details will be forthcoming. He said he's seen the cover for the Brazilian edition of The Man in the Black Suit. It's supposed to release in Brazil the second half of this year. And he hopes to have a, re a release date soon. And his writing, and it's going well. Yes. I'm very excited about that. And Ellie just um, confirmed the uh, playlist is on Spotify. <laughs> I love it. And Annette said, I look like I eat them every day at the moment. <laughs> Annette, you do not. <laughs> She's talking about beignets, which are uh, really delicious oh, they are. donuts with powdered sugar <laughs> that they make down mm -hmm. uh, in her neck of the woods. Um, oh, and wonderful. Oh, great. That's great, Cheryl. Thank you. So that is what SR's got cooking right now um, in the world of uh, SR. He can, yes. you know, sometimes yes. he gets very mysterious. You never know. Well, and the fact that he's writing and it's going well, it seems like he, and he's, he's been saying that the last couple of weeks. I feel like he's right now in a really good groove and a really good writing, um, writing, um, moment. So, um, I'm very, very much looking forward to the new characters and the new stories he's going to introduce to us. It's really, really fun. Yeah, um, El I see Ellie included the link to the Cowbell playlist, so enjoy so that, ladies. Um, yes, and Cheryl invited the person that won her uh, CD donation or DVD donation to listen in, which is great, and thank you for your generosity on that. Mm -hmm. um, Dolly said, SR writing is amazing. Can't wait to see what comes out of that brilliant mind. And we have Miss Susie joining yeah. us. Good morning, Susie, or good evening, or good night. I think it's good night there. Good night. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh, Susie, what a treat. What a treat for you to come. I love it. I love it. Um, Betty had said, uh, for those of you who are not aware of Susie, who is the admin for the SR Fans Australia um, account uh she is coming us from adelaide uh, she's half asleep but she's here oh That's good great. evening Thank to you susie. susie oh you just made my day i'm so happy to have you back in the chat room uh you always add such fun um and speaking of fun betty said oh crap i just remembered i left Acacia and nicholas waiting to try at the table at the hotel <laughs> <laughs> Oh my well, gosh! Well, you, you better you better step on that, Betty, because they, they don't want to wait too long. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> and well, she, and Cheryl and also has given away a couple of uh, sets of the Gabriel series, so which is very kind of you. Thank you, Cheryl. 
And it's it's a way that I know I've shared my I've actually lent books, which is very, um, very dangerous sometimes because uh, you have to make sure they will return and come back to you. But um, it's the way people learn about these wonderful books. Um, Absolutely. I always joke um, that Susie is my book whisperer because I've gotten such great recommendations from her um, throughout the years. And um it's word of mouth. I mean, that's what keeps this industry going. Absolutely. And I think that's why you can see that, you know, represented in our chat room today, mm-hmm. you know, we have four continents um, represented today. Mm-hmm. This go. is a really global uh, family that we have and the fandom uh, around these beautiful books and this beautiful work. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and as Cheryl said, I do not lend. You are probably the wise woman there, uh, Cheryl. I, I've I've also gifted books myself, so it's 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 just a great way um, to do it. And as Dahlia says, several several of uh, several of the listeners are coming from the listening listening as they're in bed. And Dahlia says, "Bed and SR podcast is a lovely mix." <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Except when you have a mouse. Um, and Shell has gifted copies too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Betty says, I've left them waiting for two weeks already. I better go back today. Otherwise, Nicholas will be upset. Acacia is only wearing a bathrobe. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah I, I think so, Betty. <laughs> so. It's, it's, I know it's so much fun to revisit books. Um, and Nicholas and Acacia's story is so much fun. Um, enjoy that. Enjoy that trip. Across and the and Walt, Walter Boo Boo is making his uh, presence uh, known. So good morning, Walter Boo Boo. <laughs> he's saying hello and he's saying, come on, ladies, let's talk about chapter 21. Exactly. Uh, um, so that's what we're going to do. Um, as noted, this is the chapter and the setting is evident at the beginning of the chapter. It's coming from Edinburgh, Scotland, um, which you know, is exciting because the beginning of the book that was set in Boston and um, they've been talking about and since chapter one, there's been this um, tease out about this incredible news that Professor Emerson, uh, Gabriel Emerson, that is, has been offered this chance to be a scholar at the, the, a guest lecturer and guest scholar um, at the University of Edinburgh, a huge, huge honor in academia. And so there had been that whole period of time when they're trying to figure out, um, can he go? Can he accept? Because he doesn't want to go without Julia and Claire. Um, What are the ramifications if he turns it down? Um, Could he go with them? What does this mean for Julia? So they had all these discussions leading up to this chapter. And now we're into the into the mix. So it begins with uh, Professor Emerson um, being a little impatient with mediocrity. Something new (laughs) which I laugh. Which I laugh because, you know, this is kind of resurrects uh, and reminds uh, us of some of his some of his other scenes when he was a little impatient with mediocrity uh-huh. um, throughout the throughout the books. And and this amused Julia. Um, after all, he wanted excellence always while transporting a six week 
old baby to Scotland. Not always going to happen. Um, and I think this is also fun, too, because this is that beginning of parenthood. So your expectations of how things should be um, is still you're thinking I should be able to do the things that I had to the standards and the high quality that I want them to. And um, this is where Gabriel's going to start to learn that uh, you have to alter your expectations a little bit when mm -hmm. you're dealing with a, a little baby. Absolutely. So Betty wants and, to know that if in current times, would Gabriel buy a few rows on the plane just to make sure he and his family had enough space to social distance themselves from other passengers? And I agree with Dahlia, he would rent a private jet. <laughs> I, I agree. Actually, I was thinking the same thing. I, he would definitely want to keep them as safe as possible. Betty says, it's good to be rich like Gabriel. Good point, Dahlia. <laughs> And uh, Shell says, children alter all perspectives. Yes, they A do. A very, very true statement. <laughs> very true, mm -hmm. Shell. Um, especially, I've, I've seen that with my friends who tend to be a little more type A and a little more um, very, very uh, particular about how they want things to mm -hmm. be done. Um, I have seen over the years the, the shift and the, the understanding that they have to modify some of their expectations. Mm -hmm. um, so the University of Edinburgh arranged all the travel and hotel space um, for this trip because, of course, you know, they are uh, treating their special guest le lecturer. And Gabriel, being Gabriel, um, you know, he wanted the best. So... <laughs> Uh, he upgraded Rebecca's, Julia's, and his seating to first class because uh, obviously they were, I believe, coach. I yes, think they is were what coach. the university. And and to the and to the credit of the university, they have to be fiscally responsible. They can't, you know, they can't uh, foolishly spend the money. Um, but Gabriel wants what he wants, mm -hmm. and um, you know he has the he has the bankroll to afford it. You know, Betty says, "I'm broke. I would gladly take any plane ticket." Um, <laughs> Right now, and so I, I, I. And I think all of us, you know, we're in the I, shells like truth, Betty. Susie says, me too, B. Me too, B. About, <laughs> uh, or um, Cheryl said. So I think a lot of us can resonate with the fact any trip would be great. Uh, any uh, plane ticket would be great. But Gabriel wanted to upgrade them to first class. And, of course, the university even arranged for transportation to the hotel. Mm -hmm. um, and he dismissed that because the transportation wasn't up to his specifications and his, uh, <laughs> his safety requirements. Uh, as you know, he's a little bit obsessed with having uh, Claire and Julia safe as possible. So instead of uh, going with the arranged transportation um, that they provided, he hired a private driver. And a ran who drove a Range 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 Rover um, to transport them during their time in Edinburgh. So mm -hmm. this isn't just a way one way from the hotel from the airport to the hotel. He on wanted call. to have a driver on call who can come at a moment's notice, mm -hmm. which I think would be just lovely. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> that would be so nice. Um, so that was, you know, one of the other modifications. Uh, it's called 1-800-MOM. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Exactly. Um, and then, of course, the accommodations, right? Mm -hmm. The university had arranged a beautifully appointed king room at the Waldorf Astoria Caledonian for the Emersons, which uh, now, now this is where they did not skimp. I mean, the Waldorf Astoria is not um, an expensive lodging. Um, but of course, they wanted something that would meet um, the importance of the this uh, professor visiting professor uh, role that mm -hmm. he has been awarded. Um, so uh, he actually put Rebecca in the king room that was meant for them, and I'm putting uh, Link. So you can spy what that guest room, the king room, looks like um, at this beautiful property. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, and he decided to book his family in high style with a suite, the Alexander, Alexander Graham Bell suite, to be exact. And um, I will share the link with you on that mm -hmm. here is the link to yeah, which is another gorgeous sweet gabriel yeah another yeah he didn't he didn't want them just in a room he wanted no. to have many rooms and i'm looking at uh <laughs> and that said holy crap <laughs> yeah gorgeous Mm -hmm. Betty says, I don't think the University of Edinburgh had any idea what they have gotten themselves into. Gabriel equals diva. And <laughs> she said, are people allowed to look at Gabriel in the eyes? <laughs> I, I think they better. Because <laughs> I, you know. How can you not look at those eyes? Let's be honest. Oh, beautiful blues. Mm -hmm. Stunning. Mm -hmm. Um and Betty said, I like that Becky got the fancy room. She deserves that. She deserves and I think so, too. Room. I mean, I, Gabriel definitely takes care. You know, you didn't notice that he had uh, Julia and Claire with him in the Range Rover and he let her, you know, Rebecca go on her own. I mean, she's part she's part of their she's part of their family. She so um, he's tr he's treating her. Um, well as, as long and Dolly says I like to think of Gabriel as not a diva but someone who is selfless with spoiling the ones he loves I think that's a good perspective um, I think I think he has a slight diva tendency but I, I, I don't I think it's more the fact that he likes what he likes he and he has a high expectation and that's of what he go. wants and I do think you are correct in saying he is selfless with spoiling the ones he loves. Mm -hmm. I think that's very accurate. And he's demonstrated that time and time again, you know, from buying Julia the, the satchel, you know, mm -hmm. her, her, her bag in the very beginning at Gabriel's Inferno and all the beautiful gifts he's given her along the way. Mm -hmm. um, he definitely likes to spoil those he loves. And I think that's super true. Um, Annette sighing over the blue eyes. Um, yes, Betty, I think he said he doesn't have any problem with looking him in the eye. No. <laughs> and um, Cheryl says, I wish I was the one. I was one of the loved by Gabriel. Yes, I think we all do, I Cheryl. I think everybody would. <laughs> 
And and Dahlia notes he cares. He has money, so he's a giver. And right. I think you're that's spot on. Yeah, uh, and. Betty and Susie just are commenting on what nice rooms these are. I, I know I if I ever get to Scotland, I shouldn't say if, when I get to Scotland, I'm definitely going to pop in and see, um, visit that hotel and see they have a nice afternoon the grandeur. Mm. I looked. That would be lovely. Mm -hmm. Some that of would us be really would lovely. like to do that. Mm -hmm. I think that would be fun. I, I also want to go to the hotel that he... Uh, described in the back bay of Boston um, in mm -hmm. the prior chapters. Right. I want to stop and I'm, I'm blanking on the name of it, but I want to stop uh, over there and see that as well. Um, and Betty says, I know Gabriel has high expectations on things, which is great if you're receiving the great upgrades, but can you imagine having being the person in charge of arranging the flight and all the other accommodations and finding out your efforts were not enough? I would feel hurt but maybe I'm just too sensitive when it comes to that. And, you know, I think that's a very interesting point. Um, and well, I also I think... Julie also mentioned it in the chapter. She did. Well, yeah, we're, I know. And we're getting, we're getting to that point. But mm -hmm. I think... Um, I also think someone pulling all the accommodations together is might be used to people switching. And I think they probably would appreciate the fact that Gabriel is the one who made the upgrades himself instead of, and as, as being a person who's been in this situation, making arrangements for others. Um, I know I would have appreciated the guest if they wanted something different for them to make, this is me personally, to make the change on their own and let us know as opposed to calling back and saying, this room's not good enough. Can you, can you make these changes for me? Mm -hmm. I think, so I think the fact that he didn't put the person through more work may have been uh, appreciated, but I think that's a good, I think that would be an interesting question to ask SR. And I'll um, tell you what, rooms like that are amazing. They really are. My, mm -hmm. The late great, when we went to Ireland, he treated to me one night at Ashford Castle in the presidential suite. Mm. And I can't even begin to tell you. I took more pictures of that room, even the closet. I took pictures because it was just oh, I'm amazing. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I, think I can that's... I can understand where he's coming from. Although Susie did point out, breakfast is included in the price of the room, <laughs> which I think would be lovely. Yes. Um. And and. You know, Ellie, Ellie also noted, oh Lord, Ellie also noted he has a high expectation because of experience with having nothing. Mm -hmm. Ah, the halftime show. Christmas is coming. <laughs> I think I saw there was, uh, I forget, uh, 180 some days or something like that. Not too long. Ago. Oh my gosh. Yes. Get ready <laughs> for the Hallmark movies. They'll do that again. Well, they'll be doing that I'm in the summertime. Sure. They do have a week in, in July, I think it is, that they do the Christmas movies. So. Yes, they do. Mm -hmm. They do. Mm -hmm. I think it's more than a week. I actually think they... Uh, it's, well, it's with, one all of their, their, with all their different channels, they do like a week each. <laughs> mm -hmm. so. Yes. Yes. So, as Ellie was noting, Gabriel has a high expectation because of his experiences with having nothing. 
and also wanting to rid himself of his birth father's money and also because he does care. And I think mm-hmm. three really, really good points there. Um, Absolutely. Um, his early formation has defined him and he knows what it's like not to have. And I think that makes uh, uh, a very compelling story and a very compelling case. Um, and Ashley said, Gabriel's a man of perfection and high standards of what he wants for him and Julia and baby Claire. And uh, Dolly asked if these rooms come with Gabriel in a kilt. <laughs> I think I'd pay the price for that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Only 1,500 pounds a night, but Brecky is included. <laughs> I know, I love it. And, and Ellie says he's actually, he actually is more in his own head. He cares, but he controls, and he can't stand mediocrity anymore. That's right. Um, yeah. And I, I think, I think these are all really good observations. <laughs> Shell says, deck the halls, people. I love it. Lori's <laughs> well, not ready. I know. I know. And, yeah. and <laughs> Annette says, as a July baby, Christmas in July is very confusing. <laughs> yes, and it can Shell be, said, but she it's was fun. watching a Christmas story, LOL. Yeah, I mean, people hold that fun in their hearts the whole time. So, um, and and I think you know, as we go into this, I, I, we talked about the rooms that he upgraded. And Julia said that the university, you know, she she said, you know, Ju- you know, Gabriel, um, the university's gonna think you're a diva. And he carefully watched the bellhops place their luggage and baby implements in their places, and he tipped them generously as he was considering her statement. Um, and we actually, um, asked SR, uh, before we move on to that, that piece of it, uh, his response to her diva comment, um, we asked SR, how did you decide on the Waldorf Astoria Caledonian as the hotel to be, uh, mentioned in this chapter? Have you stayed or visited it? Is there actually an Alexander Graham Bell suite with a castle view? Um, and he said, yes, the Caledonian is a fine hotel in Edinburgh, and the suite is real. Mm-hmm. So I love it. I do, too. I love it. So Ellie's, and of course, Ellie's pointing out that Julian and uh, Gabriel, she can see Julia walking beside it, slightly uh, behind him, whispering sorry to everyone for his behavior. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling her eyes as she goes. (laughs) I don't think he's going to be, I don't think he's going to be demanding in that way. Maybe I'm wrong on that. You guys can, you guys can get, let us know what you feel about that. But, you know, in terms of, you know, he tipped the bellhops well. Um, I don't think he's going to be one of those. I need you to do this, 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 and this for me and, and do it in a not, uh, respectful way. Um, Yes, Betty. It looks like the boss likes fancy hotels too. I agree. <laughs> hey, I can I can tell you that the gal the hotel gallery art is is a fancy hotel. It's a boutique hotel. <laughs> it is a boutique yeah. hotel, but it is fancy. Yes, yeah. I think that is one thing we know about Sr. He does enjoy uh, the finer things in life, mm-hmm. um, based on his writings. And when he travels, especially. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look at all the settings he's described to us. That beautiful place on Santorini, uh, Dubai. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's 
he definitely is taking us on many, many beautiful adventures. Four, and Betty said, this reminds me of Nicholas, nothing but the best for him. The Four Seasons, um, Ashley said, now what's, the Logan in Philadelphia, don't forget. Right? Mm-hmm. Ashley said, what is the male name for Diva? Because I would have said show off. And um, <laughs> Dahlia says, Devo? <laughs> I am not sure. Um, but I think you can act like a diva even if you're a male. Um, I would think SR likes fine things as well. Who wouldn't, Dahlia said. Uh, Nicholas and Gabriel need to compare notes, Ashley said. And oh, yes. Yes, he would. He would um, top, but he, he would be flip. Oh, and abruptly particular, he is already annoyed. Uh, so Ellie's saying, you know, Ellie's pushing back on my on my uh, opinion on what I th- how I think he'd be acting, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I think it'd be funny to see um, this again. I think this would be funny to see on screen. Um, <laughs> male diva <laughs> douchey. equals douchey. <laughs> Shell, you are hilarious. Um, and Betty is again. I'm happy if I can get any room, which is true. That is true. <laughs> and she said, I bet Acacia would be Gabriel's favorite concierge. I think you're right on that because she pays attention to the details. So, you know, in, in terms of responding to the diva comment, Gabriel said, nonsense. You know, and Julie was trying to figure out how to explain everything. Um, but the suite did have a beautiful view of Edinburgh Castle. So she's like, uh, is it worth me trying to explain to him? And then she's looking out the window and thinking, Let, let's just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> she said, and the suite was beautiful, as was the city of Edinburgh. But she was also very, very tired. And I think Gabriel noted that. And standing beside Julia, he gently stroked her cheek and suggested to her that she go lie down. You know, he knew she was exhausted. He could tell. Um, and you know, she's still six weeks out of delivering mm-hmm. a baby. So your she's, body is still recovering still from that. That's a trauma to mm-hmm. your body. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, so you're still recovering at that point. And, uh, Ellie says, but he would do it because he does want his family safe and cared for, which of That's course, uh, yeah, Ellie, very good point. You know, he wants, he wants the best for them because he, he loves them and it's his way of showing love. One of his ways of showing love and caring. Um, so Julia was saying, you know, I, am tired and I want to take a nap, but I thought the cure for jet lag was to stay awake. Um, and it was also time to feed Claire. So she knew she had to do that before she would take a nap. And, uh, Gabriel suggested that she feed Claire and then he would take Claire for a walk while Julia could take a nap. And, uh, we asked SR about this, uh, about this whole jet lag thing. And we asked him, do you find that staying awake fights off just jet lag? And his response was, while conventional wisdom tells us to stay awake after flying overnight across the pond, I rarely do. I like to check into my hotel, have a nap, and then go to a late dinner. So I'm with him. I'm with him. Definitely. <laughs> I usually... I've not really experienced jet lag, so I can't say what I, I, I'm usually so wired and so excited that I'm going somewhere. Um, and I also sleep on the plane. So I think that's a difference too. If you are someone who will sleep during transit, um, 
I, I, but I think if I was tired, I would listen to my body and, and take a nap. I don't think I would stay up just to stay up trying to get on the, the clock. Well, you know, my so. first, my first trip overseas when I went to Spain, um, I, I was kind of sleeping on and off during the flight, mm-hmm. but the, this, the, uh, Flight attendants kept waking me up for juice or for water or for oh, food yeah. and, you know, whatever. I felt like I was back in the hospital with Patrick, mm-hmm. you know, uh, type of thing. And then I, I think um, when we went to Ireland, I didn't sleep at all. I couldn't sleep. Jim mm-hmm. couldn't sleep either. And he had taken three sleeping pills, you know, Tylenol PMs. And oh, still wow. couldn't sleep. Um, and he was driving us to the hotel. <laughs> we rented a mm-hmm. car. Um, and when I went to London, I got in really, really early in London. I think I got in about 6.30 in the morning. And uh, I remember having breakfast, and then I went up to my room for a little bit, and then I went out. I, I took the tube into Westminster to uh, just start, you know, getting the feel of the place. Just start the day? Yeah. Well, I, I'm seeing in the chat room. Um, Cheryl says she, she'll crash when she gets into a town after a flight, but then afterwards she's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Betty says, that sounds like a good plan. I get grumpy when I'm tired. Um, Dahlia said, I think taking a nap works actually. She said, I've experienced it when I went to the USA. And so Dahlia was flying from, from Egypt. Um, so yeah, the nap Dahlia, worked well for her. Dahlia, let us know when you, if you come this way again, cause I'm a, from where your uncle lives, I'm about an hour from there. So we could meet and get together if you come to visit. Yes. If any anybody comes stateside, mm-hmm. let us know. I, I'm I'm up for the road trip. Always. I, I could I could go with Sam and Graham. I, I'm I'm a big road tripper, so I would try to find a way to connect if if at all possible. Um, Ashley said she got jet lag going to Dominican Republic, and she slept a whole day at her hotel. Well, sometimes just the fact of traveling tires you out as well. I mean, the DR is not a huge uh, time zone shift. Um, But I think just the the traveling is important, uh, is tiring. And also, yes, Dahlia, staying hydrated is key. Mm -hmm. That is super important, especially if you're going to a place in a higher elevation. If you're flying over to Las Vegas, for example, uh, to see Shell, um, you definitely want to hydrate. Super important. Mm-hmm. Um, Ellie says, I don't sleep on a regular day, so I feel like I have constant jet lag without the fun of travel. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Ellie, because that's not, that's not fun. Mm-hmm. Shell says, I hear that too. Hashtag insomnia. Uh, Annette that's said, I couldn't sleep either days. when I flew to England. Too many things to do when I got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. And... Susie noted from where she lives, it's a 24-hour flight for us from Australia to London. So that's a whole other level of travel, Susie. And I imagine Mm -hmm. you experienced that all the time if you travel anywhere to Europe um, or the States, uh, you know, unless you're going somewhere nearby like New Zealand or up to Thailand or I I just, I think you would definitely have a very different experience. experience in traveling because it's such a, a longer journey, um, mm-hmm. from your beautiful country. Um, 
Dahlia said the times I've been um, to the U.S., she was in New York City and Las Vegas, but she would gladly meet up with you, Pam. I'm not far um, from... She would love that. Yeah, we're not far from New York City either. My my uh, granddaughter lives there, so I, I'm up and back. Yeah. Up until this past uh, COVID period, I was up and back almost every other weekend, so... Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fairly close for several of us, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Um, who are in the chat room. It's not too far. Ashley's saying, road trip to Atlanta, anyone in September? <laughs> I might be down for that, Ashley. I have to see how things are by that point. Um, and that said, everything for me is a higher elevation from home. That is true. You are you are right at sea level <laughs> down in, down sea in level. the... Yeah, exactly, down in New Orleans. The, the, the only time I ever had really bad jet lag was actually when I went to, um, I was in Aspen, and this was years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. I, you know, in Aspen, you, I, I flew out of Philadelphia, had a layover in St. Louis, then went to Denver, and then I had to pick up this little rinky-dink airline, <laughs> Rocky Mountain mm-hmm. Airways, out of oh, Denver, yeah. and, which was a great plane because it was an unpressurized cabin. And you had to wear an oxygen mask on the flight. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but it was twenty dollars round trip, so you know you can't you can't bitch and moan about that. So, but you know, I remember just getting in getting into Aspen, and I was just hit like I don't know whether it was the elevation or what, but I it just I fell asleep and I didn't wake up till the next morning. <laughs> it was weird. It was wow. Long, yeah. Well, and Monica's saying she doesn't sleep. She's a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Susie said she can sleep anywhere. She always sleeps on the plane. And Dolly said, lucky you, Susie. I can't sleep on the plane at all. Traveling Mm -hmm. makes me nervous. Once I land, I can sleep all I want. So, (laughs) And and Monica, uh, Betty wants to know who made you, Ibarra? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh, no, I have a coughing jag because I um, inhaled my coffee laughing at the fact you were on um, an unpressurized cabin that needed the oxygen. It was a great flight. It was a great flight there. You know, it had I don't it was a very small plane. It was a turboprop. I think they call them. All I know is that it had it had a prop prop engines on it. And, uh, you know, when when Aspen is a funny place because it's like. In, it's when you fly into Aspen, you don't just gradually land a plane. You actually go down hard and then come land. And when you leave, you speed up real quick and then go straight up because of the mountains. But, um, you know, I mean, hey, the, the, the mask broke off the tube, so I just held the tube under my nose and I went along with it. It was fine. <laughs> I love it. You got to roll with it sometimes when you yeah, travel. That's you just exactly have to roll it. with it. That's exactly it. And uh, I'm seeing after a few hours, Susie said, I tend to lose the nervous the nerves. Plus, it's usually nighttime when we fly, so it's easy to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shell traveled alone, so she didn't sleep. And Annette said, Atlanta sounds great. <laughs> I have a place to stay there. I wish I could do some stalking. I mean, visiting in May. <laughs> <laughs> Lori says, I'm behind. What is filming in Atlanta? Um, it is likely that they're going to be filming 
uh, the last uh, scenes of Rapture on a soundstage in Atlanta, mm-hmm. Lori. So that's what the reference to uh, filming in Atlanta in May is about. <clears throat> and, uh, and Betty uh, doesn't want to wear silver balls <clears throat> on that flight. No, that, that, that would be a little uncomfortable, I think. Yeah. Not that I would know <laughs> anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh Monica's like uh silver and uh Cheryl said Annette let me know when you're in Atlanta so sounds like there might be some plans uh brewing here brewing for some, up, yeah. uh, some uh some uh meetups in Atlanta uh, of SR fans that could be fun mm-hmm. um <clears throat> well like like uh some of you uh who've mentioned like uh Dahlia uh had noted uh, as Gabriel did not sleep on the plane, um, but uh, and but he also wanted to take care of Julia, so um, that's why he offered to take Claire on a walk, and um, Julia agreed, and she lifted Claire from her carrier, settled her into the armchair by the fireplace, and <clears throat> she was starting to feed her. And it was a nice, cozy place and very comfortable because the bellhops not only had delivered their luggage, but started a fire in the room, which can you imagine how beautiful this beautiful suite overlooking the castle and you have this fire in the fireplace and you have Gabriel doting over you and your sweet little six week old baby. I mean, just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And as they were talking, she asked about how Rebecca was doing and um <clears throat> one of the things we asked um, Gabriel, uh, one of the things we asked SR about was, you know, why did Gabriel offer to take Claire for a walk? And Gabriel said, I think Edinburgh is an incredible city and I like it very much. It's especially great in summer and very walkable. So he thought it would be a great thing for um, that. Gabriel wanted to go and walk and mm-hmm. um, he thought he'd take Claire so Julia could rest and, and Gabriel had said that Rebecca decided to walk around the city um, when she arrived and she's in search of a Highlander um, <laughs> so could it be said, James, James Alexander <laughs> Malcolm Mackenzie Fraser who maybe you never know I, I think that would be the Highlander I'm looking for um, <laughs> And Julia said, Godspeed, Rebecca. <laughs> and she crossed her fingers for luck. Yeah, really. Um, and that was a sweet way to end the chapter. And and I'm <clears throat> I'm seeing there's some more chatter in the in there about um <clears throat> Melanie. Yeah, Melanie. Filming in Atlanta. Yeah, Melanie is in Atlanta right now. I know that Tosca had gone out to had, had come <clears throat> back to Malibu. I think she had posted something about that. Uh, yeah later this week at the end of the week so um yeah yeah so so um cheryl they're they're in your town girl they are uh melanie melanie is is in the atl so uh you never know i'm sure she's probably keeping um socially distanced and uh, probably staying um you know where probably doing whatever she's being asked to do to comply with her contract for work. <laughs> yeah, and also, you know, I'm sure she she may have to, she may not have to be totally isolated uh, from the you know because possibly she took the uh, 
Delta flight where if you have the negative COVID test, they, you're okay. Mm -hmm. Um, they, uh, you know, there's question whether they're going to be they're filming at the Tyler uh, Perry studios and, uh, they could be, I don't, I'm really not too sure one way or the other. Yeah. I don't think we ever saw any confirmation of what, what studio they're working out of, but I know Atlanta has tons of sound mm -hmm. stages. It's a mm -hmm. very, very big industry, um, in Georgia and in Atlanta and yeah, itself. Well, yeah. A lot of, a lot of studios have gone over there though with the, the, uh, vote that was just done in the, uh, Atlanta, for the state of Atlanta on voting rights issues, there's a possibility that that may change only because of they're so restrictive and they may want to be trying to punish the people of uh, Atlanta, Georgia to change the voting laws, which hopefully they'll, that will happen. But yeah, we'll have to stay tuned story. on what, yeah, stay tuned on what's going on. As Betty said, Becky is single and ready to mingle. Absolutely. And she also said it would be perfect if Paul were there, but alas, not everything is perfect. Oh, well. Um, <clears throat> Shell said, Godspeed on that Highlander. And Dahlia had noted that Europe is beautiful to walk around. The architecture, old culture, those tiny shops oh, you can discover. It's simply special. They're, they're, you um, know, they, in, in <clears throat> London, they have that Twinings tea shop. That mm. is so tiny and narrow, but I, oh, that was such a great find. Oh, I, I hope to get there someday. I think that would be so beautiful to explore that part of the world. Um, Ashley, thank you. Ashley included a link to Tyler Perry Studios if you mm -hmm. want to kind of check that out to give you a feel of what uh, some of those possibilities um, are. And, and Tyler Perry has an incredible complex there. Um, but really Cheryl's has done a lot for the industry so in she, Atlanta. So Cheryl's also saying she said it looks country, and so she was thinking it might be at Pinewoods, which is another studio down that way. Mm, mm -hmm. And I'm Dolly sure. said, all the countries I was lucky to visit in Europe were perfect to walk around, mm -hmm. um, I would think. Um, she hopes that they come to her area because that's where celebrities usually come. So Cheryl... Be our eyes and ears. Please Absolutely. let us know if you have any cool sightings. It would be fun to hear. And Ellie noted that she believes they all had to quarantine for a couple of weeks. I think so, too. Mm -hmm. um, safety comes first, Dahlia said. Um, and Susie also went into Twining's um, tea shop, Pam, when mm -hmm. she was visiting. And she said it is actually the original building and very long and narrow. That is cool. And so many different varieties of tea. Mm. Dolly said London is beautiful before COVID. Uh, she would go there every year. She really misses it. Oh. And thank you, Cheryl. She got us. She got us. So, That's good. Um, that'll be really, really good. And I love also, you know, Susie, your comment makes me smile because there's so many times, even if it's not in chat, but it's over the course of the week on social media, someone posts a picture of where they visited and I love that there is like other stories of, uh, of our SR family of people. Oh, I had a chance to go there. And they share a little bit about yeah. their experience or memory. And I know for the places that I've not visited, I love having the different perspectives and learning that someone got gelato here 
or this was a special memory there. I just, I, I just think it's one of the special things about our community. And I, I got I know- felled up on the Ponte Vecchio. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyone have other stories about uh, Florence? Uh, there you go. Susie actually said, I think I walked every inch of Florence, but still managed to miss the gallery hotel, the art, um, <laughs> hotel art. And uh, that means, you know, Susie, another trip. That's right? true. That's true. I was saving up, saving up. I think we're a constant uh, perpetual saving to travel. At least that's part of what I like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and speaking of special places to travel and special memories, yeah. Um, yeah, I one wanna... of the places you've noted was, um, we've talked about through the books and our experiences was Paris, right. um, a city that I have yet to visit, but I know Pammy's been there. Yeah. And uh, we wanted to do a little bit of an update um, yeah, on, and on, have a note. On Notre Dame. Yeah. yeah, I don't but know if you guys realize that. We had we did a podcast the day of the fire. We had originally had planned something with the man in the black suit, but because Notre Dame plays a part in the um, story of the man in the black suit, uh, we dedicated a program to uh, Notre Dame. And uh, so just a, a quick update. Um, uh, you know, they... Apparently, they they had a like a billion dollar pledge to refurbish the cathedral, which is great, and uh, they have pretty much secured the monument. Um, there are still some areas, like some no go areas, that they have to shore up. But uh, you know, they said with COVID and the weather, it's been making it a little bit different, uh, difficult, and. Uh, they have to, they have to make sure that that they reduce the lead pollution that came from the spire that that fell down um but they do believe it will be open in time for 2024 as president macron has pledged and uh, they were the the uh they're saying that it could have been worse uh the buttresses that did keep the buildings the walls from falling down which is so so good and um, it didn't damage the bells or the great, the fire didn't damage the bells or the great organ, although they did have to take the pipes from the organ down to clean them uh, from lead dust. Some of those pipes are like 800 years old, so it's amazing. Um, they uh, had a lot of lead dust come down, obviously, from the, uh, the spire. And they were, uh, some people are very worried that the pollution from the lead had spread out beyond. Notre Dame. Um, others are downplaying it, uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, they are hoping to be able to get um, in December, about around the 18th, they're starting to put bids out for the restoration, which will be good. And the spire is scheduled to start in 2022. They had toyed, President McCorn had toyed <clears throat> with the idea of, of just doing a much more modern roof and also different ideas on, on what to do for the spire but uh in in talking with the uh unesco and the world heritage association they decided to go with the way it was originally and um you know it it which is good because that that, that brings it back to where it was they've been um they they were also there's also a lot of talk about how to set the ceiling or the roof up. 
Uh, originally, they used very old oak trees. Um, it's incredible. To, to put that roof together. Uh, and they decide, you know, they, they've talked about using cement or metal or anything like that to, to, for the roof so that, and God forbid, there should ever be another fire. It wouldn't go up, but they, they said that the oak, the actual oak, which had lasted 800 years, would be better for that particular, for their, for their building purposes. So they are starting to get some of the, uh, taking, getting some of the oaks together. I think they're planning on about a thousand oaks to be felled for, for the roof. Which, which is, is amazing. I, I, that's stunning. And the fact that oak held for 800 years yeah. also really surprised me. Yeah. That and really, really surprised me. It does. I, I, amazing. So, um, they, they also were trying to figure out what to do with the spire. Um, you know, they're afraid of the lead and, you know, the lead poisoning that could come about. But they, they said that they really have to use the lead because it's more pliable for what they need to do. And also the metal, apparently, of the spire helps keep everything together to keep the walls intact. So, wow. um, yeah. So It's remarkable. I, it is. It's just remarkable to me. Yes. And and as Annette said, I have goosebumps hearing that. That is one of the places I want to visit. I was devastated when the fire happened. Uh, well, I, I can, it, you know, I had, when I went, I was, I had gone to mass there. And I had to laugh because there was a lady, obviously a lot of tourists. There was a lady hmm. running around um, the, the, where everybody was sitting for mass, telling them to put their cameras down. Of course, I snuck one in, so, oh. but, yeah. Well, and Sus Susie noted the fire happened only three weeks before um, her and her husband were due in Paris in 2019, so they never got to see inside. And she said she's been to Paris three times and still not visited Notre Dame. Well, maybe the next time you go, it you might be able to have that opportunity, Susie. So. I, I just am amazed. Um, I know you have a little bit more on that. Just a Pam. little bit. They, they, they know that they're going to be restoring some of the stained glass windows. I, I, the rose window, the main rose window, was intact from the fire. So, but I'm sure which was a be, miracle. Yeah, that was I, a gift. But I'm sure that's going to have to be cleaned up, and I'm sure that there are pieces that will have to be soldered back in with, mm -hmm. because obviously with the heat and everything, but it's intact, which is a good thing. But um, mm -hmm. also there's like a lot of white stone around some of the windows and everything. And that's all going to have to be cleaned up because of the, uh, of the smoke and the fire. Mm. Um, and they still haven't considered, they haven't been able to conclude any criminal or, or somebody being responsible for this fire. So, which amazed mm. me anyway. And it's well, and I think they, I think they really believe it was purely an accident in terms of how those chemicals and everything were just. It was kind of like a, uh, yeah, a I, perfect scenario for this kind of. It was uh, an electric, it was electrical fire, and probably some rags that were around because I knew that they were doing some construction mm -hmm. or some restoration work in there at the time. So anything's yeah. possible. So anyway, yeah, but it's and good I, and to I hear. see doubt. It, it's it's really good to hear that they're on the you know on track. Um, Dahlia had the same experience in terms of she went to Paris twice, 
Um, but like Susie, she never had visited the cathedral and she said, would like to see how they restored the, the loss um, that happened. And Susie says, our borders will be open for international travel. She thinks in 2024, um, maybe I'll have saved enough money by that point, Susie, so I can come visit you. Um, so she's saying next time, Dahlia, you'll be able to see it. And uh, Ellie loved Notre Dame back when she was on her high school graduation trip at 18. The gargoyle were her favorite. I mean, Betty how did I day, not know that? <laughs> <laughs> Betty hopes she can visit Notre Dame. Can you imagine if Passion Flicks ever gets to film the man in the black suit and they go inside the church? I, I, oh, my gosh. Well, I, that, it, it was such <clears throat> a gorgeous place. And I, I had mentioned this to Sarah when we were because uh, he had noted a, an article for him. And he, I said that uh, when I, the, where I was sitting for Mass is actually where the ceiling and the spire fell in. Mm. So, so, That's amazing. Yeah. And they were able to get all the artwork and stuff out, which I, oh my God, the I, artwork I, I is think amazing. considering, you know, as, as we watched that blaze, the fact that they were able to get everything out and the fact that that rose, the rose window was not, a, uh, you know, not severely damaged was amazing. Right. Um, I'm putting a link in the chat on, on one of the articles we came across on okay. the Notre Dame and, uh, you know, Ellie said she'd love to go back to Paris again and see it as a more seasoned adult. And that would be really, really fun. And Susie said, yes, I might have paid off the credit card from our last trip by 2024. Well, I, what I find <laughs> funny is when I was in, when I went to Paris, um, I shot a picture of what, out, what you could see outside my room. And Susie asked where I was staying. And it turns out we, I think we had the same room in Paris from mm -hmm. her trip the year before, which I thought was rather fun. I, re I remember that. That's great. <laughs> it's really, really great. All I know um, is that if I go back, I'm going to a different place that has a bigger shower. Because when you drop the soap, in, <laughs> when I drop the soap in the shower, I had to get out of the shower to pick it up so I could get back in the <laughs> Well, a lot of those accommodations in uh, in the European cities are quite are quite small. Oh yes, they didn't have a lot of space. So true. Uh, that's so true. great. <laughs> I love yeah, it. It was the same room. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I, um, this has just been really fun. I, yes. I love the fact that SR did a nice description of Edinburgh and, um, mm -hmm. it was fun to kind of do a little sightseeing online, uh, and see that beautiful Caledonian hotel mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, it's 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 been really good, and I can't wait to see what happens in chapter twenty-two. I know, I know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. I know. The, the, yes, the, 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 well, and we'll be dis the yes, we'll be discussing that next week. Yes, and then in two weeks, we have a special podcast. We do. It uh, is our anniversary. Our anniversary. Can you believe it? Unreal. One year mm -hmm. of the all things SR already. And it seems at, we've got some stuff planned. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and and perhaps a special visit. It could be. You never know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so stay tuned for that. Yes. Um, and yes, I, I love it. Cheryl just said um, we should plan a trip one day for us ladies. Okay. 
Oh, we, we like the way it, you think, we, Cheryl. We, we could do this whole SR tour. We could go to Italy, France, uh, England. Um, Scotland. Oxford, Oxford is cool, right? too. Uh, mm-hmm. Scotland, uh, Greek Island. Greece, Dubai. Dubai. <laughs> we'd, have, we'd have a great one. <laughs> oh, we would have a great one. Belize. Mm-hmm. Like, where... Has anyone compiled that? Do we have an SR travel? We might. That might be something we need to do. Put the SR travel itinerary together. <laughs> hmm And mm-hmm. and you and know, like Ellie Spain. curates the music. I think we might need to curate the travel. Mm-hmm. That could be fun. Yeah. Um, Dahlia noted Europe Egypt. is not as spacious as the USA, but there's something lovely about that. I totally agree. Um, <laughs> And Betty says, I can imagine Gabriel's face if he saw your small bathroom, Pam. He would not be oh, a happy camper. No, he camper. would not be a happy camper in that one. I mean, even, you know, the, the, one, of the, one of the things I also remember is that even the, the hallways were narrow. Yeah. In, in that hotel. Mm-hmm. They were nice people, though. They were nice people. <laughs> Dolly said that would mean Julie would be stuck to him, and that's not bad, Betty. More intimacy. <laughs> <laughs> And yes, soon and we'll Betty, be, they'll be going to Spain. Oh, <laughs> yes. Another, another country I love. I love Spain. Oh. I and there. Egypt. Mm-hmm. I love Egypt. And Annette says, um, just, uh, Cheryl said, just plan it so I can make payments. And Annette <laughs> said, I'm so freaking there for this trip. I'll have bail money back up as well. <laughs> oh, and Cheryl, uh, we are glad that you found us. You yes. are adding so much um, fun, especially, I mean, ironically, you're based in Atlanta where it seems like the, the movie um, focus is going to be for a bit. Um, so you're going to have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um and Betty said, and someone needs to have the drinking list and the food in the list, too. <laughs> yes, that would be super fun. Mm-hmm. Ellie says, we have a Pinterest on locations. Probably needs an update, LOL. And Susie um, says, I took some great photos of where Raven lives in Florence, too, thanks to SR's description. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Ashley is up for it. So, All right, so everybody, let's put our pennies together. Pennies, nickels, dimes. I have a, a, an old jar um, which had cheese balls in it. And by the way, today is National Cheese Bowl Day. <laughs> <laughs> in case you're worried about that. That I can start filling up with my coins. I maybe, love it. Maybe and, and, and I'll have enough. <laughs> Susie puts a plug, put a plug in the next book by SR needs to bring you all down under. I love that. I think that would be good. I, and I think he would like that too. Mm-hmm. I think to so too. I think he would like to be traveling uh, that, out anyway. Yes, but we have to wait till. I have to wait till it's you know. Safe, as so. a, 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 yes, yes, it's getting there though. It's getting there. The vaccinations are helping. So they are. So Pam, what yes, music ma'am. do we have? What to, music uh, do we have today? Let me see. Um, a little Rolling Stones. Can't you hear me knocking? And I it's love from it. Sticky Fingers, which I remember that album well. I used to. I worked in it as in high school as a waitress, and I. Of a, at a, a department store, and I was—I'd have to pass the record stands, and when that mm-hmm. record came out, it had real zippers in it, and every every album had their zipper pulled down. I don't know who did it, <laughs> but they did. So, anyway, so have have some fun to Mick and the boys and uh, Keith and all, and we'll we'll see you all next week. 
Enjoy, everybody. Stay safe. Have a great weekend.